Welcome to Where Passion Meets Truth by Shield Sisters Initiative. We are two best friends who co-founded a community for women entrepreneurs who want to live their passion and embrace their truth. I'm Rewin, a self-love coach obsessed with coffee, mustaches, and all things community. And I'm Megan, a truth-seeking super nerd with a passion for mental health, books, and mindset. Each month, we'll bring you a couple of guest interviews, goal-setting tips, and mindset-changing topics to guide you on your journey of living your passion and embracing your truth. This week, we have Sharon Jackson with us today, and Sharon is an unashamed geek who has recently released her two new life form experiments out to infiltrate society after 20 years of nurturing them, totally ready for her next adventures and challenges. In business, she works with visionary entrepreneurs and business owners to change the way they think about themselves, their life, and their business so that they can forge their own path with confidence, courage, and conviction. She drinks coffee in the morning, water in the afternoon, and JD in the evening. Oh, Megan's type of girl. I have. She hasn't met a cake she didn't like, and she always sees the problem as not enough shelves rather than too many books. The answer is forever 42, and she knows where her towel is at any given moment. Um, so excited for you to be here, Sharon, because both Megan and I are humongous nerds as well. It's, it's fabulous to connect with fellow nerds, to be quite honest. It's great to be here. Thank you. I just really hope that more than a handful of our listeners understand the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference because that would make me so happy. <laughs> right? I think I read that book when I was in middle school or high school. I read my parents' copies from um, the 80s, so like the original copies, and then the movie came out and I swear I try to make my husband watch it all the time just because he doesn't have time to read the book. Yeah, um, it's amazing how us nerds come out of the woodwork when you start speaking to people um, and we find each other in the strangest of places. It's so true. So, Sherrod, obviously um, accepting and loving yeah. who you are as a geek and a nerd is a very big part of your truth. What would you say is um, your truth as a whole, like if you had to describe it in just a few words? Um, I'd say my truth is, in two words, individual community. We're all individuals and we should be treated as such with respect and understanding, but we are also part of a greater community and um, we should also recognise that as well. I'm pretty sure you just blew my mind because that is 100% like what I stand for too. Well, I hope you didn't make a mess when the mind blew there then. <laughs> nah, I kept it pretty contained. <laughs> and so, um, Sharon, can you share with us a little bit more about what your passion is as well? And maybe, you know, um, give us some insight on what those projects that you've been working on for 20 years that have finally come to fruition. Episode 8 is, is that how you say that word? Fruition? Fruition? Vanity Planet is an honest brand with a personality that set out to Not even close. All right. Awesome. 
Their goods are designed um, yeah. and curated. Yeah, um, those two new life forms, um, my son and my daughter, have real. just been my total life for, for, like I say, for, for the 20-odd years that Super they've been around. And um, now that um, they've um, been released to infiltrate society, I'm free to do what I want and follow my own passions and do what I want for myself now and, and the main passion that I have is I to help people smile even though below. they feel everything is hopeless also and to show that there's a light out there somewhere the and that smiles are free to give and to receive today, there is a giveaway for their contour I love kit. that that's so true smiles so, are free um, to give like 100% and I think that so many times Thank we so think that it has to be something planet. way bigger or that changing the world or changing someone's life has to be this big undertaking when really it could be something as simple as a smile. Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, even I, I've been through depression and even in the darkest days of that depression, making someone else smile made me feel better in myself. And, you know, it is, it's, it's the little things that make the big ripples and the big waves. I can definitely relate to that, Sharon, because I also um, struggle with depression on a pretty regular basis. And just being able to make someone else smile, it just lights up your entire day, even if it's just for a few moments and you, you can finally just kind of step out of that shadow that depression puts you under and you can finally feel like a human being again. It is a really, really good feeling. And so I do always try to make a point of smiling at people and being very polite and thankful and grateful just for, you know, the simplest little things. So that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, um, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like... You go around, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I go around and I'm walking down the promenade because I live by the seaside and I'm smiling away and I think people must think I'm weird because <laughs> I'm just smiling randomly at people. But I think it's better to have a smile on your face and go around being grumpy. Absolutely. I think that like, especially here where I live, a lot of people are very rushed go 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 and they don't take the time to smile at each other and to make those connections that could easily change your day and someone else's day and so a lot of times I've had people when I was working say in the service or um, or the retail industry like people would really connect with me and they would say something like this is so refreshing and no one ever like connects with me like this and it literally started with a smile and I think that when we are struggling with something ourselves like Megan said with her depression or with my anxiety it's so easy to get stuck in our own heads or even if we aren't struggling with depression or anxiety but we just have so much on our to-do list or we're stressed or we're focusing on something and we get so bogged into that that it's hard for us to realize like all it takes is a smile. Yeah, um, and like and like I said, it's free, and it doesn't take a lot. 
um it it doesn't take much effort just to to give a friendly smile to somebody and especially like if if you've worked in the service industry then definitely i i always make a point of smiling at whoever's serving me because it's i just feel it's manners but it does it makes the world better So how do you put your passion and your truth together and then in turn make that something that you can actually live off of? Because I know for me, like giving to so many people is one of my big parts of my passion and changing the world is something that's so important to me. Unfortunately, I can't just dedicate all of my time to that. I still have to be doing something to make it so that my family can survive and to pay our bills. And so finding that way where it was my passion, my truth, and being able to still pay my bills was really important to me. And I would love to know how you've found that. Um, I've always, always been a bit of a people pleaser. Um, and whilst when I became self-employed, uh, that was back in 2008, that's when I started to realise um, that my passion was to, to help people smile, to help people on their journey, make their journey better. Initially, I was a web designer and it was never just enough to, to build a website. I was always looking at other ways that I could make my clients' lives better and fit to make them feel good about themselves and their business. And eventually I thought, why am I doing web design? I've been a volunteer mentor for for years with various um, initiatives local um, and nationwide and i thought why why am i still doing web design when mentoring and, and confidence building and everything is such an innate ability in me that um i can you know and i can make a living out of it and that's that's when i went full tilt into to path 42 and mentoring and stuff like that And I've always felt um, that I just love to help people achieve their dreams. And now it's just simply a matter of finding the best ways through my mentoring and my writing as well, um, that, that the best ways that I can do that for other people. Speaking of your writing, I absolutely loved the guest post that you wrote for us um, a few weeks ago. It really resonated with me and I think that it's been something that's really resonated with our audience as well. It's so true that we spend so much time focusing on those self-sabotaging gremlins and I love the way that you named it because it just once again embraces your truth and who you are as a person and it's refreshing to see that especially in a guest post because so many times you might we I've I've read guest posts that are just a reiteration of something that someone else is saying somewhere and it's all about driving people to back to your own business or your blog but you really when you wrote that guest post for us which I'll put in the show notes below for everyone to check out it really was so refreshing and so guiding it even though I'm a self-love coach and I work on my self-love every day, I still sabotage myself so often. 
that's really nice of you to say that to give me that feedback because you you put your writing out there and you hope for the best but um it, this was a discussion that i was having recently with somebody that i don't write for seo purposes or keywords or anything i i write what i feel at the moment when i'm writing and i write my truth and i just put it out there so yeah i i and and obviously being a a super nerd geeky person i try and put as many um geek references or nerdy kind of things in my writing as possible but yeah um i believe that the best writing is the truth uh, is coming from a place of truth rather than trying to you know hit hit some targets absolutely i could not agree with you more um, and, you know, and there is definitely merit in being able to, you know, hit those SEO goals if that's something that you're interested in and you really want to try to reach a lot of people. But I find, and I'm sure Sharon, you found too, that in, in your writing, like you just said, truth resonates so much more than having those special keywords, having them add up to a certain amount um, within your post so that you can match whatever Google has set forth as the specific standard because when you're speaking truth it's relatable to other people within your audience and it's relatable in a way that allows them to say like hey I like this chick she's got you know she's got a lot to say and it it makes me feel like uh, I could have you know a cup of coffee or a cup of tea with her and um, we could just really connect on a level that maybe those posts that meet all of the Google keywords don't do so kudos to you for doing that thanks Megan the the yeah it, it's it's true the people I want to attract are the people that resonate or, or find resonance should I say with my words rather than the people who've who just find me randomly and think oh I'll check this out that that's great that's that's fine but I want to connect with people I want to work with people I connect with on a deeper level rather than just somebody who's random and just picked me out of a pile kind of thing I think that by knowing what your passion and your truth is it makes it so much easier for you to decide who it is you want to work with and to feel like targeting that one very specific type of person is so much better than just trying to please everyone. And I think that it's a part of our journey naturally as entrepreneurs to start out looking for just working with anyone. Like I want to change, we want Mickey Mouse obviously. I want to change someone's life so I want to change everyone's life. And I'm just not going to connect with every person and realizing that was a big step I think for me and I think that's a big step for everyone to take on their entrepreneurial journeys. Yeah, def definitely. Um, you cannot please everyone all of the time and and you shouldn't want to because there are certain resonances between people and you know there are people that will rub you up the wrong way and and everything as you go along in life and you know working with people who who truly connect with you is far far better way to live 
than than working with thousands of people who just don't light you up at all and you don't reach them in the right deep level that you want to. So Sharon, there was something you mentioned earlier that I really wanted to talk to you about as well. Earlier you said that now that your children are out in the world on their own, you're able to focus on your passions. Did you find that you were feeling stuck or like you couldn't focus on your passions when you were parenting before that or were they just not discovered yet? Uh, it was partially that they weren't discovered yet. Um, most of my personal self-development has come in the last 10 years. Um, but also it was it was the fact that I I really loved having my children and I loved having them around. So I did devote a lot of my energy to them to making sure that I had the time with them because, and, and you've got little one I can hear in the background, um, they grow up so fast. I, you know, I look at my son who is taller than me and he's coming up 22 and I think, you were a tiny baby yesterday i'm positive and and so yeah whilst they were growing up i did focus most of my stuff most of my energy and my life on them but i did go back to university and i did do things that i wanted for myself but i always put them first so now i'm in a place where i can be shall we say selfish with my time and i can put myself first and foremost rather than having to think about somebody else. Yeah, my daughter does dictate so much of my time. Um, most of my time that I spend working is actually at night or if I have client calls, then I take her to um, a co-working space that we have that has childcare. So she's still with me. And for me, incorporating her into my business, like we call her our little intern because she's literally always in our videos, our podcasts, um, even when we went on our business retreat mastermind weekend in October, she came with us and she was in almost all of the photographs um, for our brand. And for me, showing her that this is how mom lives her life is important. But I know that um, not everyone has the, I guess the passion for that, but it's part of my passion because what I realized when I was doing my passion and truth work is that being um, all that I am and creating a business and empowering women to embrace self-love all of it stems from I want to be this particular role model for my daughter. Yeah, um, being a role model was was great because my my children have also seen me working hard um, and and building my own business and, and going out on my own. Um, it was a little different for me because by the time I was looking at self employment, my children were. Mm, coming up teenagers and you really you don't want teenagers in your videos <laughs> and they don't want to be in your videos so so yeah it was a different dynamic if they'd have been 
younger when I was doing this, I might have approached things a lot differently. And I love the way that, that you're incorporating her and showing her how, how hard you're working and what you can achieve if you put your mind to it. Thank you. Yeah, I was actually listening to um, Lose the Cape. It's a podcast by Alexa Bigwar um, the other day, and she was interviewing Tara Bosler, I think is how you pronounce her last name. And Tara was talking about how she incorporates her daughter, who is four or five, into every aspect of her business. Tara's a copywriter, and actually she's going to be a guest on our show. Um, but what she did is she will even include her daughter in her goal setting, like, and her celebrating of reaching those goals and has a big calendar and explains, like, this is the time that mommy needs to do this. You can come in and say hi, but you have to go back and keep playing by yourself for this little time. And then afterward, we will do this together. And I think that explaining all of that to our children is so important especially if you're, no matter like what stage it is that you're in as an entrepreneur or as a mother, because our children understand no matter how young they are, they understand if you explain things to them. And I think that it's a disservice that we think smaller children don't understand certain things. But I think that just because you are an entrepreneur and a mom or just because you're an entrepreneur and an aunt or and a grandma like no matter what you are is you have children in your life in some way and you're going to have to explain that to them that look this is what's going on and when you do that you become a greater role model yeah exactly um it is it, it is and then that's that's what our main one of our main jobs is as as a parent is to be the the best role model we can be for our for our children and yeah i just i just love the way the way that you're you're doing this um i hoped i hope that if if i'd have done this at that age i'd have been able to 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 involve my children more um like I said, as as teenagers, they were off doing their their own thing a lot, and I was I'm mainly you know the taxi driver and the chef, <laughs> but but yeah, um, you know, showing showing them the best person you can be is the best thing that you can do for them. Yeah, thank you, Sharon, for saying that because sometimes it really can feel like. Um, I am not dedicating my time to my daughter and that I can deal with a lot of entrepreneur entrepreneurial guilt with um, and mother guilt but um, she's kind of really in my face right now which is just another part of this right she's like here let me demonstrate I wanted to make sure because we're getting close to time that we asked you to share with us your number one tip for finding that genius space where your passion meets your truth and if you have any um, resources that really helped guide you on this. Um, my number one tip um, is something that I realized 
in the last couple of years is to know yourself above everything to to know and accept your flaws your talents your heart and soul because from that place of self-knowledge you can move forward easily or more easier in your passionate life and you need to stand proud in that self-knowledge develop the areas you feel you may need to but always honor who you are at that given moment um and knowing myself as has helped me so much and um, one of the I, I love personality tests and things like that and the one of the best things which helped me to understand was the 16 personalities test i came out as infp i which when i read it it was like oh that's why i do that so yeah that that's my number one tip is to get to know yourself so that you can be the best person that you can be I absolutely love that. I um I I forget which um label or personality that mine came out with, but I know mine was um introverted, intuitive, feeling, perceiving. So I think Sharon, you and I are like exactly the same person, basically. <laughs> and I'm exactly the same way with personality tests. I love them. And I think they provide a ton of insight and just the tip to be able to really get to know yourself and spend time with yourself getting to know yourself like you would get to know one of your best friends is a really phenomenal piece of advice for our listeners so thank you so much for sharing that and for joining us today it has been phenomenal to get to talk with another geeky lady like yourself thank you megan i have had so much fun this this has been really fabulous to get to to talk to both you and raywin and and to hear Raymond's little girl in the background. Um, Yeah, I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you for inviting me. Episode eight is sponsored by Vanity Planet. Vanity Planet is an honest brand with a loud personality that set out to combat the idea that beauty is shallow. Their goods are designed and curated to help you look good and feel your best. Because let's get real, the world needs more ladies embracing their bold and beautiful. Super excited to have Vanity Planet um, sponsoring us today, especially because I've been working with them on Be a Warrior Queen for some self-care product reveals, and I have an exclusive code that I will have linked in the show notes below. Also, on the Be a Warrior Queen blog today, there is a giveaway for their contour kit so um head on over there and check it out thank you so much for sponsoring us vanity planet thank you again so much for joining us sharon and thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today we really hope that today's conversation has helped shape your idea of where your passion and your truth can meet no matter what stage in your life you're at, and to remind you that a smile really can change someone's life. If it's your first time tuning in with us, we would love it if you would just click subscribe to our podcast. That way you can get some updates. And of course, we love it when you write us some reviews or rate us, and we'll have all of the information we talked about in the show notes below. Thank you again. Have a great day.